Try Me Tape 2. Are you going to say anything? Or? No, I, I'm still processing how we're going to do this. I really am. Welcome to the Try Me Tapes, an audio journal of an amateur athlete. I'm Matt. And I'm Abby. And we're here to discuss Abby's athletic adventures. Okay, episode two. Try Me Tape two. What happened next? Oh, funny you should say that because um, the next blog is called Next Step. Let's introduce VO2 Max, shall we? So when I out loud went, I want to do a triathlon, thinking it will just fizzle away and the idea will just be buried, buried very, very deeply. <laughs> Matt went, oh, I know someone who does triathlons and uh, I've been meaning to get back together with him because we used to work together a long, long time ago. Ben Wicks. And um, so he's like, oh, shall I message him? And I was like, okay, yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> you know when you ask someone, hey, I can do this really positive thing for you. And they do that face where they say yes, but they look like they're uncomfortable. That was the face I got. Okay, this is really exciting. Thank you very much. Oh, really, I'm stoked to meet him. I hope he replies instantly. And he did reply pretty quick. (laughs) (laughs) So we arranged a little meeting. Jimmy is owner of VO2 Maximum in Tunbridge. And he owns it with his wife, Paula. They coach triathletes and they have their own gym that they do uh, one-to-one personal training in. And they also have therapists and a really cool building that just good at all good at all going on over there has done really well yeah that was really cool so we chatted and he kind of asked me a little bit of i think like abby said she put it out into the world and didn't really think it through so we had quite a lot of questions didn't we about when you should be looking to race and what distance and season and yeah a little bit about equipment and like how to start how often to train and all of these kind of questions that we did both know the answers to but it was nice to be reassured by a triathlon coach and say yep you'll probably be doing this looking at doing this looking at competing here here and here so at the end of the conversation we basically uh, agreed that he would coach me, which was a very exciting. Yeah, how did you feel at the time after that meeting? Uh, I was actually really excited. I yeah. think that I love it when actually things progress and it's out of my control. Right. So now it's happened, but there's somebody else there. I'm accountable by that person rather yeah. than just me. Like, oh, getting on my bike and, you know, doing my own sort of training is actually yeah. going to be logged and discussed and, yeah, with somebody else. When you're in a car, would you rather be the driver or the passenger? Driver. Really? Yeah. Because you sound like a passenger right now. <laughs> <laughs> I like driving. Yeah. Not if I don't know where I'm going. Oh, uh, so you like having a sat-nav in there? Yeah. And that's Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'll find more analogies for people. (laughs) (laughs) This goes back to car. I thought I'd throw a car one in because we had a car one last tape. So yeah, she met Jimmy, agreed to do training. Yeah, his advice really was to kind of just to get outside and get started. So obviously he's going to 
create a little program for me um, and we'll have meetings where he'll do sort of an assessment as well. He asked about my previous experience of any of the disciplines, which I didn't really have any, but I was quite sporty, so yeah. I'd be quite you thought you'd pick it agile, up yeah. a little bit more agile on, on my feet. So there's not any danger of me just going out for a run and kind of injuring myself. No, no, definitely. There's no, no risk of no risk. injuring yourself. In fact, you went into it with a bad Achilles. Yeah. The Achilles was an overuse injury because I'd just gone into a better league playing hockey. Yeah. And I'd upped my strength training, upped the intensity of actually playing and something's got to give and it was the Achilles, yeah. we think. We think. Um, it was diagnosed as tendinopathy, which is just basically either small tears or swelling of the Achilles and then what happens is it becomes quite yeah stiff I'll just say yeah. stiff and you've got to work do lots of exercises that are going to lengthen it we'll talk about the injury then that I was saying that I uh, hurt my knee <laughs> it was a very hurt it was it it hurt <laughs> so this was something that I would say to clients of the gym that I work at not to do yeah if you are unconditioned to an activity in this case running yes do not go out for a set distance <laughs> without conditioning yourself beforehand for smaller chunks so for example here I went out for a 10k run I went out for a 10k run to see if I could do it and how my fitness held up because I I thought I was pretty fit at this point. So I wanted to create a baseline to say, this was the time I did it in, where to go from there. Mm -hmm. She she did it. I did it. it. It was also to test my Achilles, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and to see how that held up. And that tightened up, which then I feel like it put a lot of strain on the opposite leg, which took a lot of weight which then created an issue with my knee. Yeah. Which was so painful that I couldn't bend it. You couldn't bend it. You couldn't walk on it. It hurt when you sat down. I mean, she was really confident on this uh, 10K. I did well because I walked it before, which took me, didn't it take me two hours? And I split and I half the time and it took me an hour, mm. which was all right. I'd say it's pretty slow now, but <laughs> it's all right. So how do you think you damaged your knee running on a flat track? Um, one, I had really shitty shoes. And I think I've got some postural issues anyway, meaning that I've got a little bit of an imbalance. So maybe that one leg is slightly longer than the other. Um, I've got some flat feet, so they might not offer as much support. So I might have a little bit of inversion. So when your feet turn in a little bit as, a, as you run, which is going to put a little bit more strain through the inside of the knee, which would make sense as that's where the injury kind of happened. Yeah. Bottom of the quad, top of the knee. Or, or you just weren't conditioned to run that distance yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what I would say with the knowledge that I have now is that you do interval training, run a little bit, 
walk a little bit, run a little bit, walk a little bit. And then you kind of increase your distance weekly or however often that you think you want to run. And I think the advice is that you don't ever up your distance any more than uh, 10% each week. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm using the Nike Run Club and they only ever go up 0.5 on my long run. Yeah. Of a kilometre, that is not 0.5 of a mile. Yeah, so no more than 10%. So if you were doing 5K, you wouldn't do any more than five and a half the next week. Yeah. Yeah. So that was blog number three, the first run. The first run. It was a strong start. I was happy with my um, efforts, but then not being able to walk was kind of a bit of a setback, I think. And I think it knocked my confidence a little bit of being like, Christ, is my body ready to do this? Yeah, I mean, tape one, we talked about mindset. Yeah, that was big on the old mindset for sure. What we didn't discuss was when you were starting or your mindset when you were starting, it was all about, I'm looking for a challenge, I'm looking to like up my mental game, I want to be able to like focus and control my emotions. And but you didn't say anything about getting super fit, being able to run long distances, having good body condition, you didn't, and none of the physicality side of things came into your head. No, I, Why? Think, I think that's probably more of um, a result rather than the focus. But it wasn't a concern. So did you, were you either... Cocky. Co- yeah, were you arrogant <laughs> no. to your own fitness before you started? No. Because it definitely, I remember at and the I time, it I, wasn't a conversation. No, I think I did mention it about that I'd never done any kind of endurance training before. My sport was hockey, so it's a bit more explosive, stop, start. It's a team, so you kind of rely on other people to do a little bit of the work and share that. Yeah, so I knew it was going to be different, and I knew it was going to be tough physically. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if you can get a better mind with a sport yeah. and change that, then you are more likely to overcome the physical failure, mm. aren't you? Because you're better at dealing with the pain. Right, yeah. The pain or the disappointment or... So at this time, with that sore knee, was that the first time since you put it out into the world that you felt that maybe you couldn't physically... I felt a little bit embarrassed, actually, because I right. obviously just told everyone that I was going to do it and, and then I was limping around everywhere and being like, yeah, yeah I ran a 10k and... Money out. It was a long time as well that I it had was, it. Yeah, yeah, it was a long time. Um, and then I think the the most comforting thing was that when I went when I spoke to Jimmy about it, it wasn't like oh let's stop. It was no. we're going to work around it. So you went into the have your consultation with Jimmy with a gippy knee. Yeah, so he wanted to watch me run a little bit so that he could see if there's any like technique or sticking out (laughs) basically you know when you go to like get trainers fit and they have treadmills in there they want to watch you and like check your gait and stuff like that um he just wanted to watch me do that basically and just but so i said that i couldn't run because it was actually that painful to run and he just said we'll do a walk and then a jog and see how you feel but it was very small and he said that there was actually no issues Mm -hmm. with my running which was again comforting that there was nothing wrong. The foundations. Yeah, it was probably more about the mobility side. So with an assessment as well, you have like a postural assessment. So he'll just check. I do it quite a lot with as a therapist. You just check and make sure that, you know, people are 
balanced and if they're not is it causing them a problem and then that's where you can kind of use exercise to correct that imbalance yeah also like a dynamic assessment to see if you've got good mobility if you haven't got good mobility so like with the hips or the ankles um, that could be causing you to have poor technique or not, not using your muscles efficiently therefore injury or therefore crap which one were you at the time um, both. I was injured and crap. I was actually very immobile. I thinking about it going back then. Like, I think if we had a look, uh, a pit, like we were talking about in episode one, yeah, of a before and now picture. Yeah. What do you think my bum would have looked like back then? Uh, like flat. Yeah. Yeah, probably a bit flatter. Yeah, yeah. And jiggly. <laughs> because I just used my quads all the time for squats and things like that it was so it's just efficient just use one muscle for everything guys and you never realise that you are so inefficient until you are efficient yeah I had the same thing with my back a few years ago when I had movement in my L4 and 5 and I saw two osteopaths and they both said the same thing they said you don't use your bum for anything you have no glute strength whatsoever and I didn't, I really, I didn't know, and I've got a half GCSE in PE, I didn't know that my bum wasn't working. Yeah. And you don't know until and something happens. Yeah, or it's pointed out to you. Yeah. So, like, with that, you'd probably have, like, a, a bit of a, a tilt in your pelvis. Yeah. Um, which is obviously that. putting, yeah, which is obviously putting a little, like, more strain on certain other muscle groups. And yeah. then you're not using your glutes which are massive like they're a big muscle in your body yeah to, to do, you just assume because yeah. they're so big that yeah, they'll be doing exactly, most of the to work do hip extension but it's that correlation between your brain telling the muscle to work and if you've created an easier pathway mm. to do an exercise or to complete something it's going to choose the easier pathway is it right so you've got to then reconnect that yeah, I was using my hamstrings and my yeah. upper back, like massive hyper leverage of everything. So it's really easy to correct it. You just, it's just got, it just takes a bit more practice. It took a while, but I did it. Um, yeah. So yeah, same with me. Like my, my tushy's a lot stronger than it ever was before. Yeah. Which just makes me more powerful and efficient. So you had your consultation with Jimmy. And he told you your tushy wasn't strong enough. No, he didn't. <laughs> he told me I had weak, yeah, he told me I had weak glutes. Tushy. Um, and that I was quad dominant, which would make sense. Like if I was doing a squat, then I'd obviously be focusing on using my legs to stand me out rather than engaging the butt. Do you think quad dominant comes from playing hockey as well? That kind of little weird squat run that you do? Yeah. And <laughs> obviously with hockey as well, you're so, you're lent forward a mm. lot. So you're relying on your quads to balance you out. Yeah, to take the to take the weight as yeah. you're running as well. Yeah, right. Yeah. What else did we find from your assessment? Flat feet, which is what I was saying. Like, if you've got flat feet, you haven't got a higher arch, which means that your feet can kind of cave in. But we didn't find that. So I think when you have imbalances in your body, your body's actually really clever of trying to counteract it counteract it and your body will always try and make sure that your eye line is level to the horizon really yeah really yeah why are your glasses on monkey then <laughs> so for example if you had a wonky neck yeah 
you relate. would change your body position. So for the listeners, she is tilting her <laughs> neck, lifting her shoulder. I'm trying. I'm trying to live it. Articulate. Articulate through living it. I get it, yeah. So yeah. it moves from side to side as like a zigzag to yeah. counteract to make sure that the yeah. spirit level eyeballs are level. Yeah. Cool. I did not know that. Yeah. Learn something new every day. It's got a nice shopping list here of things. Flat feet, flat back, tight hamstrings, quad dominant, weak glutes, back dominant, right side dominant, weight shifting, and the next thing you write is yikes. I think it's just when you list out all of the parts that are that maybe need a little bit of work, you're like, Jesus, I didn't realise I was so broken. They're all minor things, and that can be, again, fixed with corrective exercise. But when you think that you are maybe like fit and strong, you don't actually take into account that you've got... You've Discrepancies, got, yeah. little things. Do you think it's dangerous for an average gym-goer to have an assessment or have, or know the outcome of their assessment? So for the hypochondriacs out there, what I was taught is um, through my course is yeah. that if they have an imbalance and they're coming to you because they've got pain or an issue, like a joint issue or something like that, mm. then that's kind of your duty to then say, I think it's because of this. If they are standing there and they've had something for years and it's not causing them any pain or issue right. and they haven't come to you with that, an issue that you think is related to that okay, maybe imbalance, yeah. then there's no point in you bringing it up. Don't rock because, the boat. No, because sometimes they'll then try and think about it and try and correct it, which might make it worse. Yeah. Um, but for example, this might not cause somebody a problem, but it happens. So like if a lady has had a baby, they always carry their baby on their hip and it's usually on their right side. Right. So they will create an imbalance over time where they're leaning over to the left side yeah. because they're holding a bigger weight on their right side. Yeah. So then they have like a sort of curvature of like the spine or maybe of the hip. Yeah. That can cause a problem or it can be okay. Unless they complain about pain in their hip, you probably wouldn't well, tell no. them after an assessment like, oh, you're a... No, let me rephrase that because pain can be referred. So if they had a bad shoulder, it could be due to the hip. So if I thought it was due to the hip because I saw the imbalance and lots of pain is referred from mm. a particular problem or an imbalance, then I would treat the problem. But I wouldn't just go, ooh, that's a bit wonky. Yeah. Ooh, that's a bit wonky. Yeah, yeah, you it know? causes more problems than it yeah, solves. You don't really need to do that. Just get them fixed without them knowing. Yeah. And also, maybe this is a little bit better example. Mm. Um, so with technology being the way it is and everyone having an iPhone, you're constantly looking down at your iPhone yeah. and your head is at a different angle, which has never normally been at before. Like you normally look uh. up as you walk. So as your head's at a different angle, you're putting more strain on your neck. So you're adding, I think it was like every time you put your head down, it adds another Either five kilo is heavy, like is it, I, five you told kilos me about this when you were training. to your head, which is then putting more strain on the neck muscles, which are trying to hold your head up. So then they kind of lengthen and then puts your head in a new position. Yeah. And if you actually look, you'll be quite surprised of how many people now have this, I call it forward head yeah. or protracted head um, because of technology and iPhones. Why didn't people get that when they read books? 
I mean, they probably did. Like, if you think about old people, like, they, they kind of cut. <laughs> I think that's just maybe, age, babe. Yeah, like, <laughs> they're looking at newspapers and shit. Yeah. Mm. Well, there you go. Corrective exercise assessment. You can correct that as well. Can you? Yeah. And people will probably get, like, a little bit of neck pain if they're, like, looking down all the time. And then you, you find yourself all of a sudden getting this, like burning sensation on your spine mm. that you it's like just because your your head's in that tilting forward or yeah so that was your assessment slash consultation yes let's go back to that how did you feel after that consultation i actually love feedback like that do you yeah even I, though some people might perceive it as negative yeah but i like having something to try and fix so with that it's not just like oh, these are all your weaknesses, go and fix them. It's like, okay, we know that this might be a problem and we want to better this, so we're going to make all of our strength exercise one leg and we're going to really focus on the glutes in your hourly sessions to make sure that it's going to relate to your running. And I like that kind of... You like that synergy, the way everything kind of links to each other. Yeah, a purpose. I'm doing squats because I've got weak glutes. and I've got to activate those glutes first, so I might be doing some... Glute bridges. Glute bridges. Yeah. So that was your consultation done. Did you talk about training in your consultation or was it just like assessment-wise for your body? So it was a quick overview of the way... Jimmy trains his athletes. Yep. He's his training peaks. That is almost like a calendar for you. So you can check your program and record your progress um, using your Garmin watch, yeah. which is what he specifically told me to get. So everything's in training peaks. Everything's in training peaks. And we'll find out more about the training peaks in another tape. Yeah. End. Yeah. Two. Press the button. Thank you for listening to the Try Me Tapes. Don't forget to subscribe to hear the rest of the tapes. If you'd like to give a review, please head to podchaser.com or to share your athletic adventure, join us on Facebook at facebook.com slash trymesport. I feel like it took us a long time to actually get to the the point, wasn't it? Uh, Why am I so crap at this?